0: look at her go <coughs> welcome <laughs> to <laughs> <Arishaland>! <laughs> if you listeners could see this now ari just <laughs> emerged from her gas mask Whoa. way to start the podcast off babe
1: hell yeah um, i think you need to hit this this was like a puff of smoke just
0: <gasps> we're making this a true cannabis celebration this week so i'm gonna go ahead and give the gas mask a try wish me luck everyone <coughs> this is for monday december 13th <laughs> she's got right. me ready for takeoff let's go
1: You've gotta suction that to your face shot okay is okay. it tight? I think I'm so. going under. Okay, ready? Whoa, shit. <coughs> <coughs> Whoa. <laughs> what are your earrings off? <laughs> Things get rough
0: around here. <laughs> cannabis earrings are popping. Woo! Oh. <laughs> we have an action-packed show once again. We're so excited to celebrate cannabis. And we're going to bring you some fun facts this week once again
1: which brings us into our high hack product to try this week the gas mask because honestly guys as you <laughs> can hear it is lit <laughs> and if you want like literally your whole face full of cannabis this is it
0: so <laughs> way to breathe <clears throat> welcome to arisha land <laughs> A cannabis industry, immersive experience.
1: I'm Ari. And I'm Shah. We're Arisha. Hi, Ari. Hi, Shah. <laughs> and we're back in Arishaland. Last week, we said we're going to be talking a little bit more about Web 3.0, how to make your own wallets and NFTs, all these fun things. But... Some really big news dropped this week in the cannabis world. And we are at our hearts, I feel, like the cannabis plants. Is We're where like, screw! heart is. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to the tech
0: talk next week and build our crypto wallet next week. But this week, we really want to celebrate cannabis because people have always thought it was, you know, doing so much negative in the communities. And we realize it's been doing so much positive.
1: We have some straight up facts because we just want to show you that cannabis is good for your community it's good for you and it just improves life around you and this is what we've been saying all along cannabis is a community plant it helps the receptors in your cells which help you affect your cells which helps affect your organs which affect a person to live happier and be a better member of their community and you know what There's actually research and facts and a lot of surprising studies that really show that cannabis is totally correlated with a positive community.
0: That's right. We saw from a real estate point of view, when a dispensary or medical type of marijuana establishment is in a community, the home property value goes up. This means the community is getting better There's safer environments because there's more police around the dispensaries as well. So it's actually a safer community and there's been less crime.
1: I know, right? Like what?
0: (laughs) It's like everything has been debunked and it's really important to address the facts because this is an educational type of podcast. We really want to keep you informed as much as we can. And, you know, really look at the numbers. Isn't it great? to point out the fake news. I mean, people are actually silly when they think about just because a cannabis or a dispensary is in a neighborhood, it's gonna create more crime.
1: I mean, look, there's so many people that grew up watching Reefer Madness getting played in the White House.
0: Um, In schools. (laughs) I
1: mean, you've had schools and governments and everyone like literally telling their citizens that You know, any kind of cannabis is going to kill you, but (laughs) (laughs) we really found some facts that it won't, we found some really in-depth research studies, and we just want to create open communication about cannabis and how to bring it into communities in a safe and effective way.
0: And you know what, like we're in the cannabis field, we're immersed in it, and we're not really promoting dispensaries, we're promoting cannabis. We're promoting the use of cannabis and the positive effects that cannabis (laughs) has had on individual communities. It's just too good.
1: (laughs) It's true. You can't really get a good gauge of like how people are impacting, how cannabis is impacting people in the black market. So that's why we're using dispensaries really as our point of reference because... We wanna see how do dispensaries and how do places where people could go get cannabis, I guess is essentially what we're saying. Yeah, and then how we could talk it about it from the community? state
0: to state as well, because we've been traveling a little bit, you know, state to state to see how different communities are mm-hmm. and different dispensaries are. So.
1: Yeah,
0: but California. when you think Carolina. about a dispensary <laughs> in general, you think of a typical person, a middle-aged mm-hmm. man, white man, just going in And this is the first time they're able to just walk in to a dispensary and buy cannabis. They're getting into the database. Here's your ID. You know, it's like, that's what typically you're going to see.
1: I mean, it's true. We've been in enough dispensaries that we've walked into. It's kind of like your average middle-aged person. That's walking into these places. I mean, I know a lot of people think you're going to walk into a dispensary and you're going to see a bunch of flashy music and it's going to be a bunch of thugs and whatever. No,
0: No. (laughs) (laughs) it's not that at all. It's like a store or very like vanilla, like sterile, like hurry up and buy and leave. I don't know. It kind of has a weird vibe. Every time you go in, it just has a weird vibe. It's not even really inviting.
1: I think we should describe it for people. So all the people that don't live in legal states or even recreational states, even if you're just in a medical state, I'm sure it's a very different experience than what you're going to find in a recreational state. But we've been to a few recreational states. Well, I was at a
0: recreational place
1: earlier today, getting some weed for you, darling. Babe, (laughs) you got the best, my fave.
0: And it's like. Go in, give them your ID. So they have to check you in. Have you been here before? Yes.
1: It's like, yes, I've been here a thousand times. You have all of my information. (laughs) But you still have to get your ID checked.
0: There's police or security guards, armed guards around. And they buzz you in through another door. And you go to that door. So
1: it's super secure. Like, you Mm -hmm.
0: can't get through. ATM machines, if you need money on the spot. Because most dispensaries don't accept credit cards like Mm-mm. barely any or they I, have like a workaround that they do where it's like a cash back <laughs> option you'll get like four dollars and 30 cents of change back you know yeah <laughs> they no, round it's, up
1: it's kind of weird <laughs> but
0: uh you know you you get your flower or your whatever deal they have for the day and there's a limit what is it, the limit we can't go over an ounce a person right
1: here it's an ounce yeah, yeah
0: so that's all yeah. i could buy today I This know. is psych.
1: And it's kind of frustrating because you go up there, you're kind of stuck in a long line. Once you already get yeah, you past want to the get the best line. price,
0: but then if you get the ounce for the best price, and that's all you can get, you can't buy any edibles, you can't buy any pre rolls, any no dabs, like nothing. Nothing. So you have to go buy your ounce together. and go home. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> buy your ounce, go home. Or if you could go together with your friends, then you can buy more. But you know, no, in most cases, kind of... you'll
0: get like loyalty points, just <laughs> little things like that.
1: It kind of sucks, like, really, in retrospect, because, like, once you walk up past the first door and you walk up to the counter where, you know, usually a kid, usually the youngest people in the place are standing behind the counters of the dispensary. Yeah. And (laughs) And they're the ones
0: that are supposed to know the most. But really, these bud tenders, they know nothing. I you mean, know, they're, they're just kids. pointing to a paper. They're kids
1: that like cannabis. Yeah, know? I asked and a question today. They can score a little bit after their shift's over. You know? I asked a
0: question today. I got it. And based on his body language, I was just like, never mind. I think I know the answer. <laughs> Flipped his paper over. Booyah. There's the ounce. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just I know. like.
1: They try to like really hide the ounces. Or trick too. you. That's what yeah. I don't like either. That's what it was. Yeah, it's like they try to not show you where the ounces are or the halves because they always want you to buy eights or quarters because that's where they could really charge the most. So you go up to the counter and you look at this whole list and all it really tells you is the name and the percentage of THC it has in it. So you don't really even know what terpenes or anything. I mean, some places you can go around and smell all of the different strains but even those places, they still try to trick you by hiding the ounces until you're, like, at the very last second. Like, yeah. wait, I can buy a whole ounce <clears throat> for the same price it would cost exactly. for two eights? <laughs> exactly.
0: And that's what happened to me today. So thank it's kind of goodness. It's just, like, <laughs> knowing your way around. Because w- the reason we're talking about the we're trying to also let you know they're not really helpful to the people. They're not... Helpful, they're there. We have to go there to get it. It's the legal spot where you have to go get it,
1: yeah. But they're not helpful to
0: us, it's not, and they're not even giving us a good deal.
1: It's not the dispensary that's improving people's lives, it's the cannabis, yeah. It's the
0: plant that's improving people's lives. The ability that we can go there and we can get some, but we're just saying, like, the dispensary in general. That whole business mindset is not doing the people any favors.
1: Yeah. And they're usually hidden too, like up some stairs in the back room or something. It's just, it's so weird. Dispensary culture, kind of weird. But let's talk about some of the societal impacts of what dispensaries are actually doing in the communities.
0: Okay, absolutely. Let's get to some real facts. And this will just help you understand that change is actually occurring and it's positive change. Especially, um, you know, we're hoping that as the communities are getting healthier, that medical costs would start to go down.
1: Definitely. I mean, there's some facts showing that opioid use definitely starts going down once people introduce, like, cannabis into their lives. In fact, the Economics Bulletin posted in 2019 that... All of this opioid use is going down across the board with people that are using cannabis because it helps them. And in fact, we've seen it. Just go listen to some of our previous episodes.
0: And any medical professionals out there, you're more than welcome to join our program, From Seed to Cell, it's the true science of cannabis. It's a totally scientifically annotated program for medical professionals. And this is to you for you to expand your knowledge so that you can talk to your patients better. And that's from seedtosell.com. This link information will also be available in a write-up of this podcast. I
1: love it. <clears throat> I mean, with... Things like fentanyl and narcotics and all the all these pain, pills. pain medications that people are on out there are kind of destroying people's bodies. They're not, I mean, yes, they prevent the pain, but are they preventative? Do they, like, help people not feel worse in the future? Like, does it build their bodies back up? No, I mean, not like cannabis, no. but if these
0: <laughs> doctors learned what cannabis could do for the body and how it affects the endocannabinoid system, then the doctors would be better equipped to talk to the patients and really prescribe CBD, prescribe, Mm -hmm. oh my goodness, Delta 8, and the Mm -hmm. stories that we're having coming out of Philadelphia, you know, with real change. You know, people getting off of this addictive drugs.
1: Yes, it's beautiful. Like... Seriously, I'm going to hit that Delta 8 right now. All right, let's honestly, do it. I'm feeling it. We're
0: doing a little blend, cannabis <laughs> and Delta 8 um, in our bong. And we do have the Sol Ray bong water.
1: Yes, I'm adding some of our Delta 8 Keith Because I just love the way Delta 8 helps people. For me, I mean, personally, it just makes me feel happier than just, like, regular cannabis. I kind of have to do them both in conjunction because it just feels better. But... You know, even for people who don't have access to recreational cannabis, Delta 8 is a great option because it works effective immediately. And if you're on opioids and you're feeling some cravings, you need to take some drops of our Delta 8 Drops Elixir.
0: We have our Delta King Drops. They come in multiple flavors. I tell you guys all the time, music is life. Just listen to this little drops jingle we made right here. It explains it all.
1: <laughs> you do not want to drops and drive.
0: Seriously.
1: <laughs> King Arisha, hey. Hey.
0: Hey. When the drops drop, give us our props. Arisha's so hot. Like when the drops drop, hands in the air. Wild hair, don't care. Woohoo! Love all around. Big creams going down. Drop, drop, drop drops. drops. Feeling so hot, hot, hot. hot. Hots. King Arisha.
1: Drops, drops, drop. Tell a friend. Drops, drop. Learn more and shop today. www.arisha.life. Woo! Hey!
0: If you like to smoke, you can do a Delta 8 joint. There's about 10 or 11 different strains. They come in a single pre-roll, a double pre-roll. And if you like to do little bong hits like Ari's doing, she's blending some of the Delta 8 grinds. It's laced with Delta 8, and uh, she blends it with cannabis. And then we also have that Delta 8 Keef as well. So we really have you covered if you, know, you want to partake in this product get a cartridge. Um, you know, so many great ways to use the product and I think we we pretty much use them all.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, I would it makes us it happy though. Yeah. If no matter what, if you just want to feel good and get a little high, or you know, if you are actually addicted to opioids or, you know, if you just have pain or seizures or something, that's hurting you and it's an incredible
0: mood booster so if you're feeling down and out right now you know this is something that's going to increase your mood and you're having fun while you're enjoying it you're also strengthening your endocannabinoid system so it's the greatest thing greatest product i'm so happy you stopped to do a bond hit it's leading me (laughs) right into our product of the week I wanted to bring you guys and introduce you to the Smokin' Hotties Trio Pack of lip glosses. We've got one week until Christmas, so if you guys come to the website right now, you can get a holiday deal. It's right on the homepage for you. Three different scents, terpene scents, to change your mood Mm -hmm. and lifestyle, and they're in three sparkly holiday colors. Ooh! Yeah. So, Arisha.life. All your holiday needs. Now let's get back into cannabis improving the community (coughs) even more.
1: Yeah. Now, I know there's a lot of moms out there. In fact, this used to be our biggest buyer group is hump moms and moms who are pro-cannabis. But we know a lot of moms aren't pro-cannabis. Hell, my mom wasn't really that pro-cannabis when I was growing up.
0: My mom didn't become pro-cannabis until she tried the drops.
1: I know. I know. It's so cool. It's like Delta 8 really changes people's minds. (laughs) Yeah.
0: They They feel good.
1: Yeah. But really, people are worried about bringing cannabis around their kids. Like, ooh, a dispensary is opening up in my neighborhood.
0: Well, we read and we learned that there was no change in any community of kids leaning towards using recreational marijuana so it's all fake news
1: yeah they don't and there's no correlation with dispensaries opening up near where children live with and they don't start using cannabis more frequently or underage just because the dispensary is closer to them no
0: they actually respected it more That's the whole difference is that it didn't change their behavior. It didn't make anyone rebel or sneak to try to get it at all.
1: And you know what's even interesting too is it there was no correlation between even nicotine usage and cannabis dispensaries opening up an area among kids. So these kids that like are getting all addicted to jewels and whatever the new thing is out there (laughs) A dispensary in a neighborhood isn't going to make your kid addicted to something, and that's just the fact. So earlier, Shaw mentioned that cannabis dispensaries in your neighborhood would actually lead to increased home valuations. There was a study done by the Real Estate Economics that shows in Denver, your home is going to be increased By 8.4% just because you live next to a dispensary. That means a lot of people out there are wanting to live next to a dispensary. Yeah. Besides, don't you want your home to be like worth a ton more? (laughs) Isn't that great? (laughs) Everyone should have a dispensary next to their house. And
0: that's just one way that cannabis is improving the community. It's improving your home value.
1: Yeah. On average, in Colorado, it's 7.7%. Of increased values just with all the dispensaries. I love it. I mean, this could be everywhere.
0: But we hope that because Colorado has been one of the beginning states, we do hope that, you know, by them leading by example, it does help other states, you know, grow more because more and more they're coming online, you know, with Mm -hmm. recreational at least medicinal and now recreational
1: yeah i mean i definitely think states should probably look at some of these facts that have been coming out of research studies from colorado states like california where certain counties are placing restrictions on how many dispensaries can be located within that county should maybe look at some of these facts and realize hey we could increase the value of our homes in this area we could increase um We could lower crime in this area just by putting some dispensaries here why are you going to limit the number of dispensaries that can be open in a single area
0: that's the thing they're not really helping people just like some of our efforts we really want to be able to help people learn how to grow their own cannabis wouldn't Mm -hmm. you think a dispensary would want to just make education available but the way they open up, they want to like take everything and just take and squeeze the customers, taxing them. They don't want to give them anything. They don't even want to give them solid education, so they don't even train their staff.
1: Yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> so that, between the dispensaries and the states and the counties, really putting all of these limits and restrictions on everyone, it's no wonder the crime keeps going up. In yeah. fact... There's even studies that show when you close dispensaries, oh, larceny theft increases by $30,000 a year. That's a lot of crime just by closing one dispensary. So let's not close people's access to cannabis. Let's provide more access to people's cannabis. To- Let's provide more access to cannabis and teach people how to grow it in their own homes.
0: It can be marijuana or hemp. You're going to learn it all, continued here on our Orisha Land Culture and Cannabis podcast.
1: Mm-hmm. We want to keep teaching you how to grow in your own home and really sustain yourself. Because there's no reason that you should be limited by your county or your dispensaries we want to educate you and we want you to have free access to cannabis cannabis for all because everyone has an endocannabinoid system and everyone needs cannabinoids and they're good for you
0: so. It's like telling people, like, eat your greens. We're trying to get you to like
1: Just eat your greens. <laughs> grow,
0: grow your cannabis. Smoke your cannabis. Use your cannabis. Indulge in your cannabis. Like juice your cannabis. You don't have to tell really, me twice. yeah, like really <laughs> enjoy it. And more and more, as other states come mm. on legally, and other people start to talk up speak up and be a voice for this great plant then and only then can it be more available and people able to grow it even more do you know there's zoning laws against like you can't grow cannabis if you live a certain distance from a dispensary it's like in every way (laughs) they're trying to prohibit people from having their own cannabis they're saying like oh cannabis is legal but oh you can't do this it's like why can we but can't we you know it's just like stop if i can go grow tomatoes in my garden why can't i go grow cannabis why does it have to have its own set of parameters if it's for my own house
1: Especially if it's improving (laughs) the community. Yeah. Like If you're improving your community, why are we putting so many restrictions on this plant?
0: People that take time to grow things, to plant, you actually are a patient person. You're putting your time and your energy and your love and your behaviors, your positive behaviors, into this plant and into this society.
1: Yeah, and plus, if crime is literally decreasing... I mean, literally decreasing by 19% per dispensary proximity capita.
2: Well, why
1: Why is every state trying to ban it and control it and limit it? Why can't everyone just grow it in their own houses or even next to a dispensary? I mean, I know dispensaries might not like this because they've had to pay high fees to get into the cannabis business and you know, dispensary licenses, girl licenses, whatever. I know. It adds up. But at the end of the day, let's be real. This all started, the only reason dispensaries came about in the first place is because people wanted to free the weed.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They wanted to free the weed, but then their greed got in the way. So (laughs) we're trying to do a little soft reset and By having this Arishalan podcast, it gives us a forum to speak with you, to get you thinking. You're also welcome to go ahead and send us voice messages on the podcast to pose a question or a comment, maybe something that we can include in a future podcast that is available to you at arishaland.com.
1: Yeah, and feel free to reach out to our corporate number if you have any questions or comments.
0: And we're still excited to continue to grow our advocacy network. Anyone that's interested in earning affiliate percentages, you can sign up online in the footer at arisha.life. And the commissions are 15%. If you're someone you want to set up stores and wholesale, we have an amazing new feature coming as well.
1: Yes. I can't wait for you guys to read it, learn about it, (laughs) set up some stores yourself Because, I mean, think about it. No one runs the math on advocacy, really, or even sales. Everyone wants to be a salesperson and earn a commission, but no one understands. We're going to teach you how to teach others about cannabis and then set up a network so other people are working for you even if you had two other people working half as hard as you you're still doubling your income and you're having fun along
0: (laughs) the way and that's what it's really all about it's all about bonding continuing to grow the community and have fun so if you're doing all of those things you can only be successful. And then it's just up to Ari and I to make sure that we get your orders shipped out in a timely manner.
1: Which we <sighs> always do. Yeah, so
0: <laughs> we got you. That's the easy part. And supporting you 100% is our job. And that's why we love the Arisha magic and having mm-hmm. our great community right here, Land.
1: Orisha Land. That's why we wanted to keep teaching you about cannabis. Because everyone can see... Thanks to this great article, The Societal Impacts of Cannabis, dispensaries slash retailers, everyone can see the facts are all right there. Cannabis improves communities. Cannabis helps decrease crime. Cannabis improves housing. Cannabis helps people who are in pain, who are addicted to drugs. It just helps so many people. Cannabis improves communities. And, and cannabis has that.
0: not negatively affected any children in the making.
1: <laughs> no, it doesn't. I know. It's
0: like, and this, it's that one little tidbit right there. Like, we're so thrilled. We I love mean, it.
1: You literally cannot get past. A dispensary ID check. Like, yeah, like can't. a kid
0: can't even sneak in. We can't, can't even get... They yeah. can
1: recognize us and see us there yeah. and know our names and be like, hey, what's up, Arisha? But we we still have to give them our IDs.
0: And that's that's <laughs> the thing is like people, when, they're, when you're younger, you can get away with like getting alcohol underage, but not with cannabis. It's not going down like that.
1: No, it's <laughs> not. But... Hey, I know, I mean, I know kids are still going to smoke cannabis. They're going to still find it somehow, but they're going through their friends. They're not going through the dispensaries. That's true. Dispensaries aren't harming the neighborhood.
0: So that's just, I would say it's up to the parents to make sure they keep an eye on their children's friends and, you know, yeah. just.
1: If you have cannabis in your house, just keep it in a place where your kids can't get it. <laughs> get and, it.
0: and if you want to try some, you know, make sure you try it with me. <laughs> <laughs> From that movie. Me girl. Yeah. Some little line like, make sure Why you do it at home.
1: Awesome. I'd rather you do it in the house. Yeah. There we go. I love that. So if you do some, make sure you try it with Arisha. Yeah.
0: Arisha Cannabis. Love
1: us. The best. Delta 8 is great.
0: Well, everyone, we're going to rock out. And this is another new song just dropped yesterday, December 12th.
1: OMG! By my
0: partner, Kevin Kelly, featuring Blake. They actually invited me onto this track. So the song is called Jupiter, Jupiter Blue. Blue. Jupiter oh, Blue. I love it. <laughs> it's Coming my out. Favorite
1: song. Yes,
0: this is so bomb. But it's the Dub Funk family. Please enjoy. Please share on every network Jupiter Blue.
1: And smoke a little cannabis.
0: With you. Jupiter Blue.
2: Beyond the blue skies, and the depth of the big blue sea, lies a scene in between. Called the Jupiter Blue, Paradise Jupiter the Magnificent. Jupiter. Beyond the blue skies, Jupiter. and the depth of the big blue sea, lies a scene in between. Jupiter. Called the Jupiter Blue, Paradise Jupiter. the Magnificent. Over Harley Davidson, road glide heading in. My thoughts open like the road I'm on. Traveling at the speed of life. life. My motorola riding solo on the highway, and only picking up wisdom along the way. I'm tripping hard with no luck. It's just a metaphor. My mind clear to absorb this. I explore another dead shit. I'm coming heavy metal, Sometimes I know my chrome. I hate the last material. it up me. Oh my little Joni Mitchell, electrically Hendrix. For the worst like there was The Jupiter Blue Beyond the blue skies And the depth of the big blue sea Lies seen scene in between Call the the Blue Where paradise the magnificent Beyond the blue skies And the depth of the That sea line woman was heavy Waiting for the call, a true rider of the storm. What's going on, brother? Mob talking about that trouble man on the run. Meanwhile, Sam Cooke was right when he said, "Change won't come here, shit." Godfather James Brown. I'm talking black soul. Aretha Franklin, the queen. Before her, Josephine Baker. Hail the Before the Woodstock brothers got down Let the Jupiter of Beyond the blue skies And the depth of the big blue sea Lies a scene in between Call the Jupiter of permits the magnificent Beyond the blue skies And the depth of the big blue sea Lies a scene